Welcome to the Live Free and Shine podcast. I'm Sherry Matthews. I'm a sober, sassy, and vegan chick who loves to laugh out loud, loves life, and lives it to the fullest. I'm a lifestyle coach and a yoga and meditation teacher. I specialize in addiction and recovery in healing the mind and body from the inside out. My passion is sharing simple but effective tools to live your life healthy, fearless, and free through movement, mindset, wellness, and lifestyle, all while owning who you are and being unapologetically you. It's time to have some fun, breathe deep, laugh out loud, and just be present. So show up, go big, be bold, and live free. Let's have some fun. Welcome to the Live Free and Shine podcast. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Live Free and Shine podcast. This is Sherry Matthews. I hope that you're having a beautiful and blessed day today. Thank you so much for joining me and tuning in. I'm very grateful um, for you know everyone who listens to this and who's been reaching out to me. And it, you know, it is a fairly new podcast that I started the end of last year. So I just really appreciate the the comments, the the messages, and just everything that really inspires me to show up here each week and to deliver content that I'm passionate about and just to be able to spread a message um, and be able to share my own courage, strength, and wisdom through what I've experienced in my own life. And the fact that that resonates with you all, uh, I'm truly grateful for that because that was really my intention when I started this was to just be able to speak speak to what I'm passionate about as well as you know the things that I've learned that have helped me heal or that have had just allowed me to, um, you know, focus on recovery or how to deal with loss and just so many things like that. Um, so today's topic is really something that I want to touch on, and and that is addiction. And you know, if you if you struggle with any type of addiction yourself, uh, it could be anything from alcohol addiction, drug addiction, sex addiction, gambling addiction. You know, addiction is definitely, it's a heavy topic, and it's a very scary topic. And for a lot of us, uh, you know, it's something that's uncomfortable to talk about. For some of us, maybe we don't even honestly know that what we're doing is an addiction, or maybe we are right on that cusp of, um, yes, it is, but maybe it's not, or maybe you're just confused and whatever it might be, those are all normal emotions. Those are all normal feelings. And the thing is, is that when we're struggling with addiction, a lot of times we are afraid to reach out to people that we know. We're afraid to reach out to our friends or our family members because of the fact that we think that they won't understand. Um, and it's just knowing that there's always people that you can talk to. There's always a community that will be there to support you uh, no matter what type of addiction that you're going through. So I just, I hope that if, if this is somewhere where you're at in life right now and you just don't know exactly who to reach out to, you know, the 12 step communities are amazing. And honestly, you can really find a 12 step for any type of addiction. And that's really the beautiful thing. So you've got those rooms and those spaces that you can go to and people are going to be in there that are dealing with the same thing you are. Or you can go in there and 
you know, find someone to talk to and, you know, get a sponsor or just find someone that you can ask questions to, to see if that's where you need to actually be. And, you know, for me, when I decided to go into AA, you know, I just made the decision on my own. I had kind of hit a point in my life and I knew that I had a serious problem and I didn't really, at that time, I didn't really talk about it to many people. I had talked about it to my boyfriend and that was really about it. And then there was a couple people in my yoga community that I, you know, that I eventually had spoke to them about. And the funny thing was, is I remember when I went to my very first AA meeting, you know, I was, I was nervous. I was intimidated. I didn't know what to expect. I just, you know, I, I didn't know what type of people were going to be there. And when I went into my first meeting, I actually went into a women's meeting and it was huge. I couldn't believe all the women in there. And, you know, you could see that there was women of all ages, younger, you know, to, to much older. And I remember sitting down and it took me almost to the end of the meeting. And I looked to my left and I actually knew the person that was sitting next to me. So it was really kind of cool um, because I was just like, wow, I don't have to do this alone. And, and so we had briefly chatted and it was just, it was, it was interesting. And then, you know, then I kind of got the hang of it and, you know, I started to go to other meetings um, and I started to meet new people and I really just started to build upon this community. You know, with that being said, I actually didn't work my program the way that I should have. I did not get a sponsor. I really just tried to do everything on my own. I would just go to meetings and at that point, I don't really know what I was getting out of it. I knew that I felt better not drinking, but I didn't, I didn't have this, I never had this like aha moment. Um, and so because of that, shortly after being in my program, I went back out and I started drinking again. And all of those feelings, emotions, everything came back right away. And, you know, I'm not a, let's just have a couple drinks. I mean, it's either, you know, you, you have that minimum of three to, you know, to who knows how many to basically, you know, blacking out. And that's really what I was. I was, you know, it, it's almost like I could be out and I could literally hit that blackout moment and then still keep going and still keep talking. And, you know, that's what kind of freaked me out. Um, just, you know, and then driving and, you know, not being responsible and, and, you know, so many areas of my life where, you know, not only could I have harmed someone else, but, you know, I could, I could have harmed myself. And, you know, I, I had had a DUI back in the past. And I remember, you know, when that happened, um, you know, I was much younger and it was in 2007, but it was humiliating. It was the most humiliating time, you know, and experience in my life. And, you know, from the day it happened till a month later when I had to show up in court, I mean, I was literally sick to my stomach. And I thought to myself, you know, that in itself should have been a lesson back then because, you know, drinking and drugging has always been a problem for me. I mean, I'm in my 40s now and, you know, for, you know, the past 20 something years of my life, I've been a huge partier. And it wasn't really until I got older that I realized it's like, this isn't fun anymore. You know, now this is just a habit. It's habitual. It's the waking up every morning and being like, how can I get my day done so I can go fit in time to drink? You know, and it, it not only affected my relationship with my boyfriend, and we've been together, you know, 14 years now. It started to just affect my business because at that, you know, at, at this time I had left corporate and I, you know, I was doing my own business and it's like, I couldn't, I couldn't 
run my business authentically. And so it made me have, I had to scale back on things that I was doing and things that I was offering because I couldn't authentically teach them. I couldn't lead from my heart. Basically, I was just, you know, living this lie. And, you know, so when I went back out, I, you know, fell right back into the same patterns and, you know, stirring up the same shit and, you know, being, you know, chronically hungover all the time, depressed, anxious, unhappy. And it's that, you know, it's that, why do you keep doing this? And I'm not going to do this anymore. And, and, you know, every time I would, you know, go out and I would do it again and again and again and again. And then I'm always having to say, sorry, I just couldn't, I, you know, I just couldn't understand why I, you know, couldn't stay sober. And so, you know, I went back into my program, um, September of 2015. And what I love about these rooms and, you know, the community, um, you know, I can, I can only speak of AA is that nobody judges you. You know, it's not like a regular life where, you know, there's always someone around the corner, you know, wanting to take you down a couple notches or to judge you or to criticize you. You walk back in those rooms and they're glad to see you back. It's like, welcome back, you know, because so many times people don't make it back. And it's just, that's so refreshing to me to not be able to be, you know, to not be judged and, You know, it's embarrassing going back. It took me some time to actually get back into the rooms because I was embarrassed. I let my ego get in the way of actually trying to get healthy and trying to focus on my sobriety. And so, you know, that was September of 2015. Well, right as I went back into AA, my mom ended up getting sick and her cancer came back. And, you know, the three to six months that we were supposed to have with her turned into one month and I lost my mother October of 2015. And I was really struggling because my go-to for dealing with any of my emotions, happy, sad, grief, you know, whatever it is, was to drink over it. And I wasn't, you know, a huge social drinker. I mean, I would go out and drink, but I I liked to drink by myself. I liked to drink at home by myself. If I went out, I was I didn't want to, you know, I it wasn't to go whoop it up with friends. It was to really just sit and, you know, sit by myself and just do my own thing. And that's that, you know, that's just how life was for me. And so I was good until uh, you know, almost the new year of 2016 and because I wasn't working my program and I wasn't relying on uh, the people in the rooms to support me and to be able to share, you know, losing someone close to them as well, I went back out. (laughs) And, you know, it was, it was so disappointing. It was so disappointing. And, you know, I, I pretty much fell right back into my habits and, Everything else that, you know, just like last time. And, you know, it's, you know, it's just addiction's scary. It's a scary pattern. It's a scary cycle. You know, there's many times I would keep myself up at night or I would cry or, you know, I just, um, I just, you know, there was so, there's so many things in my life that were good, <laughs> And then slowly but surely, I was just wrecking, wrecking those things, you know, um, my relationships, you know, 
my business wouldn't be a priority, you know, because I'm being fueled by this, you know, monkey on my back and I just, I just couldn't shake it. And so the end of last year, you know, September of 2016, I went back into my program and it felt different that time. When I went back in, I just had different intentions. I was, you know, obviously there for the same reason, you know, addiction is addiction, but I just was in a different place. I was at a different place in my life. I was at a different place um, with my business. I, I just wanted different things. And it was just like this light bulb went on, you know. I remember um, right before going back in, I was sitting in my bathroom and I was changing my clothes. And I have a deep tub in my bathroom. And I just remember... I fell back into the tub and I hit my head so hard that just like in the cartoons, like when you see stars, I mean, it's just like I blacked out for that moment and it was just like seeing stars. And, you know, when I woke up in the morning, it's like having, you know, the little egg on your head and I thought, wow, like this has got to stop, you know, this is not good. And, you know, I was really destructive in the beginning of that year because, no one really tells you how to deal with grief. And I think when my mom died in October of 2015, everything just, it was just, that happened in October. And then, you know, it's like I came home from Florida and it's, you have Thanksgiving and you had Christmas and you had New Year's and everything was just busy, 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 busy. And it was like getting back into the grind. I never processed anything. So when January rolled around, you know, and, and, and you're, I'm all excited about a new year, I, like grief hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, it was just, and then that's what made me go back out, and it just made me be so destructive, and that was scary. That, honestly, that just, everything that I was doing terrified me. It terrified me, and that pattern pretty much continued, you know, all of 2016 till I decided to go back in and work my program, you know, um... The people in those rooms are amazing, and it's just, I worked my program differently that time. I really took time, this time around, to find meetings that I loved, to find people that I connected with. You know, a meeting's a meeting if you've got to get to a meeting, but when you really want to work your program and you really want to show up for yourself, it's so important to find those meetings that you get something out of and that you leave there feeling, you know, joyful and and inspired and motivated and you know you want to stay on track and you know just being able to have those people to rely on and you know the hardest thing for me and I, and I know I've I've talked about this before in other podcasts is I'm not good at asking for help I'm not, I'm just not good at it and this time around I knew if I was going to stay sober and I was going to you know, kick this addiction, you know, once and for all, I had to rely on my sponsor. I have to go to meetings. I have to work my program and I have to reach out to people if I have that urge or that temptation. Because if I don't do that, it's not going to work. And someone who's extremely independent and extremely type A and likes to do everything on their own you know, the thought of calling a stranger or someone who's just an acquaintance that I don't really know terrifies me. 
it intimidates the shit out of me. And, and I'm a people person. I can meet people anywhere. But to call someone that I really don't know to say, hey, listen, this is what's going on right now. And I really need someone to talk me off the, you know, talk me off the ledge. But that's what those people are there for. That's what that, you know, that's what that community is there for. That's what the program's all about, you know, to help those that are in need. And it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful, um, it's just, what am I trying to say? It's just a safe space to be able to go to and to just know that you're supported. I think no matter what we're doing in life, you know, we, we, we want to know that we have a community that supports us. We want to know that there's people on our side. And, you know, for me, AA gives me that. It gives me this whole other community. You know, I think the hardest thing is, is, you know, when we are giving up something, especially, you know, as, as alcohol, there's so many things that tie into it. You know, I used to love to like drink wine when I would cook or, you know, you have your outings or birthdays with friends and this and that. And, you know, it's one of those things when you, when you, when you take a step back, I mean, I realized everything that I did revolved around alcohol. It always had, you know, and, um, I think that when, when you're, when you're giving something up like that, you feel like there's a part of your life that's, you know, that's not going to be fun anymore. How can I have fun doing that if I'm not drinking? You know, how can I have fun making dinner now if I'm not drinking? You know, and it's just really sobriety is like, it's such a gift. It's such a blessing to, you know, have that clear head with everything you do to really feel joy all the time, you know, to, you know, not feel depressed and not feel moody and not feel bloated and not feel just like you're about to self-destruct at any minute and moment. And, you know, I'm so grateful to just have that sense of freedom. You know, it's always something that, um, I mean, even, well, not right now, because, you know, I'm in, you know, obviously I don't, you know, not even in my first year, it's still something that I obsess. I mean, it's still something that I struggle with daily, but that's why I go to my meetings and that's why I work my program. And, you know, I just encourage you, wherever you might be in life right now or whatever it is that you're dealing with, know that those communities are there for you. Those communities are there to help you. Those communities are there to show you the way. They are there to pick you up and to support you in any way that you, you, know, that you need to be supported. And... It's hard to talk about some of this stuff, but um, the fear that goes along, you know, the fear that goes into um, addiction or just dealing with addiction. And, you know, I, you know, I never thought, you know, I never thought years ago that, you know, this, this is where I would be. Um, this is something that I would be dealing with. You know, I've tried to, I tried to do it on my own. I tried to just stop drinking. I just, I can't, I can't. Um, and really, you know, th the past couple years, it, it's just, you know, it just went to a whole new level. And, um, 
And it's kind of, you know, I think things happen for a reason because, you know, when I went back into my program, I changed the way that I was eating. I switched to a vegan lifestyle and it set me up for, you know, what happened in December and getting, you know, getting diagnosed with, um, with cancer. I thought, wow, if that wasn't, you know, if that wasn't God's way of saying, hey, this is your time. This is time for you to get healthy. It's time for you to heal. It's time for you to, you know, make this a priority now. Um, because it put my, it put my, my mind, my body and my spirit um, in a place where I could actually be given information like that um, and be able to process it differently. Now, with that being said, you know, that first, you know, little, um, that first little voice you hear is, uh, yeah, this is something definitely to drink over. <laughs> and trust me, I thought about it. I definitely thought about it. But then I thought, well, what, what good is that going to do? It's going to be a temporary thing where I can drown my emotions and, you know, a bottle of wine or a bottle of vodka. And then what? <laughs> so it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. P being able to wake up every day and have a clear mind and to have a smile on my face and, you know, to just feel good and, you know, want to do good and, you know, look forward to going to work and look forward, you know, to working with my clients and look forward to teaching yoga, all of this with having, you know, that sense of freedom and just um, being able to be authentic in the way that I share all of my information. That's a gift. That's a blessing. And it's definitely not something that I want to take for granted. And it's definitely, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to go back down that, you know, dark rabbit hole of, of, you know, drinking and drugging anymore. I want to be free. You know, there's a whole reason why when I created my business, you know, live free with Sherry. I mean, that's what it's all about. How can we live our life healthy, fearless, and free? And we do that through movement, through mindset, through meditation, and through our lifestyle. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's actually that simple, you know. We have the right to choose how we show up for ourselves every single day. We have the right to choose how we show up for others. You know, we have the right to, um, I mean, make our own choices. And so, you know, if you think that addiction, if you think that you are struggling with addiction, reach out to people in your community. You know, if you have any questions, know that you can always email me and I can do my best to share my own experience and my own, you know, strength, courage, and wisdom with you. I can help you find somewhere in your community that you can go to, and I just encourage you to get help and to not, you know, judge yourself. And when you go through this process, you have to treat yourself with compassion. You can't judge yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to feel your way through this process, and you can't force anything. 
You know, there's a reason why we create habits the way that we do. And typically it's, you know, it's stemmed from things in our childhood. And, you know, it's not like I blame my parents. You know, I mean, I grew up in a very, um, uh, a household where there was always alcohol and a lot of partying and, you know, but I don't blame my parents for my addiction issues. But, you know, there are things that you, you know, there are habits that you pick up at a very young age. And, you know, so my childhood plays a factor into where I'm at today. But I don't blame anybody for anything. But that's that's my experience. You know, we go through traumas. We go through abuse, um, which leads to patterns of addiction. And so a lot of times those are the things that we you know, push down, push down, push down. We don't talk about them. They haven't, you know, you haven't talked about them, you know, and, and so we start to create unhealthy habits because of this. So know that when you start this journey that maybe there are some things that you're going to have to face. Maybe there are some things that you are going to have to talk about. This is going to bring up things that you completely forgot about. But when you start to, you know, work your program and you start to think back and, you know, you, you, you take your notes and you jot down, you know, this and that and memories, you'll be amazed at the things that you remember. You'll be amazed at the things that come up. And it, it, you know, it is a painful process. Um, and that, you know, did, you know, that did cause a lot of fear for me. And, you know, the more that I just moved through it and the more that I talked about it with my sponsor, um, it's almost like that weight starts to lift off your shoulders. And there's just something about getting to that space and that place of just feeling free and just, just being present in life and mindful. And, you know, I just, um, it's a journey. I, life is such a, a, a crazy journey. And we learn from every challenge that we face, and it's how we grow, it's how we thrive, it's how we heal, you know? We have to talk about it, we have to acknowledge it, we have to share it, we have to, um, we have to do the work. We have to do the work. As painful as it is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and once you get to that light at the end of the tunnel, you will definitely feel free. You will feel free. And is it easy? No, it's not easy. You know, I, I, you know, it took me a third time coming in to be ready to actually do the work. And, you know, the whole message one day at a time, it truly is one day at a time. You know, you can only focus on today. You can't worry about what happened yesterday and you can't focus on what's going to happen to, you know, tomorrow. So I hope that, you know, um, I hope that this podcast and this topic opened your eyes some. I hope that it made you feel like there is hope. I hope that you feel like um, you can feel comfortable reaching out to somebody if you feel that you need help. I hope that um, you don't let ego stop you from creating change. And never worry about what people in your life are going to say. 
you know, I can honestly tell you my dad didn't quite understand why I went into AA and I was and I didn't tell him for a long time. He doesn't judge it. He just doesn't think I need to be there, you know? He doesn't think I have a problem. He thinks I can just quit drinking like like just, you know, just like he quit smoking. Well, it's not like that for me. I can't quit. I just can't quit. I, you know, I tried that. It didn't work for me. So don't, don't worry about, you know, and if you don't feel comfortable telling people in your life, friends, family, then don't, you know, that's what your community's there for. The new people that you will meet, that's what they're there for. But never feel ashamed, never feel guilty, and just don't let ego and fear stop you from creating a life that you truly deserve and desire. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for um, just showing up for yourself. And I encourage you to join, find, you know, find, come into the Live Free and Shine tribe on Facebook. That's just a space that we talk about topics like this or, you know, yoga, mindfulness, self-love, personal development. So that's Live Free and Shine. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, sherry at livefreewithsherry.com. It's S-H-E-R-I at livefreewithsherry.com. I hope that you have a beautiful and blessed day. I hope that you know that you are always being supported. You are always being guided, and the universe always has your back. I will talk to you guys very soon. Peace out, my friends.